Hello, sports fans. Let's talk a little bit about defense. I know something about defense. Trust me about this. First, you got to build a wall. And I don't know about this Yusuf Nurkic guy, if he's got the ability or the stamina. It, for my money, I want to go bigger. I want to go with a great big wall. Bull, bull, 2024. Talk amongst yourselves, Aussies. <laughs> but I can't believe we, we got him. We got oh, him and he's gone. Him. <laughs> yep. Thank you, thank you, Donald J. Trump, for kicking off this version of the Aussie Suns Fans Podcast live from Phoenix, Arizona for me. Um it, hey, it um, was great to just kick off. Oh, like I've I'm besties with Matt Ishbia now, and now I'm besties with Donald Trump too. Well that's it. And also I'm about to say to Nate, Nate, he's over there by himself without you. You must be like a bad luck charm because He's fucking rubbing shoulders with Ishbia, with Big DJT. He's fucking, he's, and he got him on the pod. Mate, you need to step up your game next time you visit. I've got nothing to say to that. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Rex Chapman. Rex fucking Chapman. Rex, Rex, is, Rex is my, um, well, I'm not Rex's bestie. He, he's, he's my second bestie, but he's Justin's bestie. But um, I'm more than happy to take Matt Ishbier as my bestie. I'm going to I'm going to embrace that. I'm going to embrace that. Welcome everybody to the Aussie Suns fans podcast. As you can see, I'm on my shitty laptop uh, camera. It's back to the old days. Shitty audio, shitty laptop camera. Although actually, my audio is probably better because I'm on the headphones. But we are here with Boyd and Nate. How are we doing, lads? Uh, you are yeah. You're going well over there in sunny Singapore and sunny Brisbane where I'm in freezing fucking cold Phoenix. And I never thought I'd be in Phoenix and say that. Uh, it's actually not too bad here. It's, it's raining, but the, the temperature at this time of year is uh, quite bearable, like high twenties instead of mid thirties all the time. Uh, I was wondering why everyone in um, the, the pods was wearing beanies. Like all the other pods, people were wearing, Lizzie was wearing a beanie, uh, wearing beanies on the uh, PH and X pod. I was like, is it really that cold in Phoenix? I will say it's fucking cold. Um, it's about so uh, for the for the Americans that have joined us, just tune out here because obviously the rest of the world uses normal degrees Celsius. It's about <laughs> um, it's about ten degrees here at the moment outside. Oh, yeah. um, so today was a today was a sunny but a crisp fifteen degrees. Um, but most of the days have been about eight, 17, 18 degrees. So it hasn't been too bad. Uh, you're ah. from Melbourne. You're used to it. Yeah. I, I've been wearing shorts and a T-shirt and sort of 18 degrees and everyone else has got beanies and jumpers and pants and long socks and it's it's all been happening. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody that's watching online, listening later, all that sort of stuff. If you are online, click like, click, click subscribe. Um Guys, just, I guess, a bit of a wrapper or, or a uh, wrap of what's happened so far. Um, so I've checked out two games. 
Uh, I went to the Portland game, to, obviously, a couple of days ago. Um, at that Portland game, the Suns did look after me. They took me down. I got to sit courtside in Matt Ishbia's seats for the warm-up, um, uh, where Book, um, Bradley Beal, Josh Okoge, Chemezi Metu, uh, who else was there? Nasir Little. Um, these guys warmed up like a metre from us. Grayson Allen was another one. Um, it, it was it was a great experience just to sit courtside and watch all of all of that happen. I got to meet Matt, Matt Ishbia. I got to meet Josh Bartlestein. Um, I, I met, again once again met the great Rex Chapman. Um, then we did a bit of a tour down underneath. Um, so I went through all of the bar areas downstairs that look after all of the guys that get courtside seats from row one to five. Um, and the little special rooms that they get access to, which was phenomenal. The, what they get access to, in saying that, they pay a hell of a lot of money per game for those tickets, so you could probably understand why. Um, did a bit of a tour of all the suites upstairs, which was awesome. Um, got to have a have a look at how that's all set up, and um, also found out that when we uh, when we come over here with a group of sort of ten or eleven of us. We could probably get one of those suites for sort of three hundred bucks each, and just hire one out for the day and run a muck, which would be great. Nice. Um, and we'll, we'll yeah, find uh, ten people if we can't get ten Aussies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll just we'll just find six or seven others. Um, but uh, yeah, did a did a whole tour of the stadium, which was which was amazing. Um, picked up some Suns merch, which is always amazing. Um, and yeah, it was, it, it was just such a great experience. So, and, and speaking to the guys that, um, I've been speaking to at the Suns, anyone else who comes over here, make sure you let me know if you're coming over, uh, because they're more than happy to sort of create some experiences for you guys as well. So, which is great for us, anyone as a, as an Aussie Suns fan that's heading over to watch some games. Gavin. Yes, Boyd. I've got a couple of things. Did you give the boys any tips from the sideline? Any fucking yes, <laughs> yeah, yes definitely. Good, good, I good. did spend I did spend a lot of time just trying to catch their fragrance, but I did <laughs> give some tips. <laughs> yeah. Dogs when dogs sniff each other's bums, mm. you sort of sort of circling and fucking kind of kind of a little bit like wagging. that. Um, yeah. yeah, a little bit like that. Um, a little little bit of um, little bit of friendly advice. Um, Explaining to the guys about how it's best not to fuck spiders. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was it, it was pretty special. But uh, look, have, tomorrow uh, I'm I'm again going to catch up. I'm, I, we're going to the Heat game. No Jimmy Butler. Um, Kevin Durant's questionable at the moment. But once again, one of the Suns super fans, uh, Veronica Suns Tutu, has hooked myself and my eldest boy up with a couple of tickets. Um, Suns fans are the best, man. The just just the amount that the amount that people go out of their way to support and um, provide support to Suns fans that come over. I mean, unbelievable the the amount that these guys will do. Um, just in order to make you feel comfortable and make you feel at home. Um, and I'm getting that tomorrow. And then afterwards, hopefully, we'll be catching up with uh, quite a number of the guys, the podcast guys, so obviously the Sunshine guys, Lissy and Voida. 
Um, Justin from Fanning the Flames. Hopefully, Dan might make an John. appearance. Um, hopefully, John Bloom is coming along as well. Uh, and we're all going to grab some drinks after the game, which will be amazing. Hey, um, I, I heard I heard that um, you've been shafted by the Suns Jam boys. They fucked you over. You're, you could probably sniff fucking Lissy from where you were sitting. He was in the same stadium, and he just went, no, nah, I'm not going to come down and fucking say hello and give you a hug. He fucked you over. Voida fucked you over as well. He didn't go to the game at all. So how do you feel about that, Gav? And what would you like to say to the guys? At Sunday? I feel I feel quite comfortable with that because um, I've met Mr. Voida a couple of times and I know that unless he was crook, he would have showed up. And I know that he was desperate to show up and say hello. And as yep. for Lissy, as for Lissy, he was in a far better area of the stadium than what I was. And I completely understand why he wouldn't have come hey, up to that area. You said before, Gav, that... Um, the Suns are going to try and give us some um, special experiences for us when we travel over and whatnot. My expectations at the moment, I want to hug with Ishbia like you got the rub shoulders with him. Yeah, you're I'm, not you're not getting that. You're not as special as me. I, I also, man, I want to, if, if Lissy's in the fucking building and he doesn't fucking show up, I'm blocking him on Twitter if, if he can do that still. I, he's fucking dead to me. I'd be so upset, Gavin. I would have fucking went home and cried. No, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm okay with it because we've, we've, got, we've got the special plans for tomorrow night, which is far more special than us rushing a meeting at halftime of a game. So you might get upset, but we're going to do I something would. far more special. <laughs> well, that was very special. That's just special. <laughs> special indeed. So, so clearly the whole world's having internet issues, not just Australia, <laughs> where he normally drops out. <laughs> so, um, so Nate, let's just fucking so, kick on with the pod without him. All right, okay, let's go. It's probably, uh, it's probably best that way. Oh. I, you know I, said, I got so upset with the way you disrespected the Sunstream guys then that I got I booted myself from the fucking thing. <laughs> I, I just got caught a cock yeah, nugget. No, no, no. A cock nugget. A cock nugget. Oh, no, that was nugget. So you're a nugget. And he knew he knew we were going for beers tomorrow night. Um, so you are a cock nugget. Um, no, I look, I, I'm hoping to meet EJ and K-Ray at tomorrow's game. Um, I didn't get to see K-Ray walk past uh, yesterday's game, so... Hoping to catch up with him tomorrow if uh, if we're there. But basically, they've sent a message and said, hey, if you see us, just give us a shout-out. So um, I'm hoping to see them walk past tomorrow. No. Nice. Um, let's let's talk about the couple of games that, were, that we have seen this week. So obviously against Portland, fantastic win. Um, against the Clippers, unfortunately, my undefeated streak of footprint has come to an end after that Clippers game yesterday. Um, the first quarter sort of cost us. How did you two see those games? Let's start with you, Nate. Well, I mean, the first thing I wanted to say was to rub some shit in your face and ask you how you felt about the back-to-back bowl-bowl sightings because that motherfucker turned out. Still can't play fucking defence to save his fucking <laughs> life. He tried to box out. Uh, look, I, the... I, I, I wanted to see Nurk a little more uh, useful or consistent in that last game. 
Um, I, I know if he, he didn't seem to sacrifice too many, too many minutes to bowl ball. Like he still played 24, but it, it looked like all yeah, the efficiency of the, the stats. The went... last quarter. We played yeah, I, bowl I, ball I, the entire last quarter. God, it made me Yeah, scared. like I said, it, that, that that's when I was watching the rotations and I was watching the score. I'm like, how do you do? Because you want your big man in there for the D, but what, what they were doing was also working. Um, the It was a bit too up and down that last game. I uh, would like to see it a little more consistent, but again, I think there was a lot to take away that was positive without just going, oh, it's another L. I mean, the way they actually rallied together and fought back uh, from what they let happen the, early on, um, I take that as a positive. Uh, how long is this uh, hamstring um, tightness going to go on with KD, though? Well, they, they did upgrade we're it. Again, well, being we're again being robbed Sorry? They upgraded they listed him as questionable, but upgraded it to a strain rather than soreness. Okay. So, again, the, the disappointment there is that Bradley Bill's starting to kick off and we don't have KD in there. Um, if KD comes back, does Bol Bol play as many minutes? Uh, are you going to be upset about that? Am I going to be upset? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, put it this way. Even, I can't believe even you though, won't suck it up and say he's got some usefulness. He's so offensively. I mean, the guy is some, actually he playing well. Nice things. He did some nice things offensively. He got cooked on the defensive end again. Um, I'm not going to suck it up. Put him on the end of the bench where he fucking belongs. <laughs> We're Bob, finally Bob. getting some bench production. We're finally getting some depth, and and you won't. You're still not going to jump on. I hope, no. Put him. Put him at the end of the bench. With Bowl Bowl guys, he's um. It's it's really it's really nice. It's fucking really nice. I want to see some. I want to see see some consistency with it though. Like fuck, we've we've seen some really bad bowl. Probably probably two or three really bad bowl games. That's probably all of them prior to this little spurt. <laughs> now we've seen now we've seen two good ones. Now don't say they're good. They were okay. They weren't good. Given the minutes, uh, I, I will say they were good. They were good. And you know what? The sun shines on a dog's arsehole every now and then. So I mean, <laughs> it could just it could just be a, it could just be like a little bit of fucking uh, a little bit of a purple patch. You might have got fucking lucky. Who knows? Voida, Who knows? Voida, I need you. I need you to jump on the live stream right now, Voida, and help me sort this shit out. Well, hey, at least turning. at least Void boys learn what purple patch this, means now. This this is what I will give Bol Bol. He absolutely injected life into the crowd. So against yeah, the Clippers, against the Clippers, it was flat. And then Bol Bol in the third quarter did a couple of little things, and that crowd lit up. It was, uh, and it did change the momentum. I'll give him that. I'll pay that. Oh yeah. It's probably great if you're there, but I'm here in fucking stinking hot Brisbane. That's and... only because you're a tight ass and no one will shout you to fucking fly over and then shout all your beers. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I can almost get a shouted flight. It's more so the beer side of things I'm trying to work out. I drink a few of them, so it's um, <laughs> it'll probably outweigh the flights. Yeah, they're, um, they're, not big, they're not big on non-alcoholic beers over here, though, mate. Yeah, fuck off with that. <laughs> fuck that guy. Hey, um... Yeah, so look, bowl bowl could just be a flash in the pan, if if you ask me. Um, and I'm just going to roll straight into my little weekly take. Um, 
Our four four game win streak, boys. Really fucking nice after us going loss, loss, win, loss, loss, and fucking and we're all losing our collective minds. We're fucking losing our shit. Right? Well, you were you were as cranky as I've ever seen you. I, I was yeah, I was pissed, man. I was fucking pissed. And then we got four wins. But look look back at the four wins, and you know they'll buy you know eleven plus or whatever. They were comfortable wins, but. And a couple of them were against teams that were, uh, you know, over 500. But it was Orlando, it was Houston, it was fucking these oh, middle East Charlotte. are doing very well lately. They're climbing the Western standings quite a lot. Orlando, I think that's what he's saying. I think that's what he's sort of saying, yeah. That's what I said. A couple that's of them what are, he's saying, are, are, are over 500 he teams. He doesn't say but, very well. But, but they're, they're also teams that, you know, it, there's there's a certain expectation that they're not going to maintain that. I mean, they're coming good this year. They've they've um, a, a, you know rebuilding teams with guys who are starting to find their stride. But we're past that point. We should really be putting them away even even better. Now we all saw quarters where it was really good. We saw quarters where the Beal and Booker project um, looked like it was sinking well, but we saw some shitters as well. Like there was still that fucking that um, that shit that we were cringing at, to, you know, at, at the start, at the sort of start. Just yeah, well, after the start our, our first our first quarter against the Clippers was horrible. That first our first half was horrible. That first half was fucked. Hey, eh? look, we um that that's the game that I think we should talk about more so than the other games. They were nice for us. The, the other games were nice for us to to find our feet and get a little bit of cohesion with um, Bill back in the lineup. I think. Um, and it was great, but the, the Clippers game, <laughs> man, everyone's going on about how fucking good book was, and it was brilliant looking at it on paper with fucking 11 from 15, super efficient. Why the fuck are you taking 15 shots, man? And and a lot of them fucking coming in the second half. We're, yeah, well, that I was going to say, it was he had six points really early and looked amazing. And then basically didn't shoot the ball again for the rest of the first half. I know, and I and 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 this is this is it's probably that's probably a maturity thing with um um with book. Like he, at the moment, he's trying to be as as efficient as possible because he had a couple of stinkers, you know. Yeah, um, and he, he knows got, he was coming off the back of two stinkers as well, so he's probably trying yeah. to find a different rhythm. But but when 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 you're fucking three from five in the first quarter. And and your team's getting deeper into a hole, get leading up to the end of the uh, first half. He needs it at that point. You know, the last six minutes of that second quarter, he needed to fucking insert himself um, and put his fucking foot on their throat and fucking and and test his fucking shot. Because we all know he was feeling it in that second half. If he had have only stepped on the fucking gas or the petrol or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Five minutes <laughs> left in the second half, we would have fucking won that game, man. We would have won that game. So I think, I think whilst he played brilliant, he needs to learn when he he's not that point god CP three man, um, and he has to be that number one shooting guard in the competition that we saw last season. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe if he had his cock in a condom to warm it up before the game, we would have seen Big Dick Book a little earlier. <laughs> Thanks for that one. Yeah, Mark. well, it, it is it is cold over here. Um, gents, who was your player of the week? I'm going to give it to Bowl Bowl. Just because he turned up and you hate it. 
I'm going to say because you hate it, and let's be let's face it, he had two very good games for him. Hey, um, I'm going to be a little bit different, and uh, Bill didn't shoot that efficiently last game, but I think given given the two injuries that he's been offered with, and one being a back in, um, um, issue, and and the other being that really badly rolled ankle. I think that he's that he he's done like an exceptional job of inserting himself back into that lineup and finding cohesion fairly quickly. Like he was moving really well. If his shot was falling last game, it's a different story again. Um, and we're definitely if if his shot was falling last game, we definitely win, and we're definitely all giving him player of the week because I think that he's just been he's just been a seamless fit back in, back into the rotation. So I'm going to give it to Bradley Beal. Numbers aside, just just because that's got to be tough. Coming back into a squad after them injuries, so I'm uh, I'm actually with you, Boyd. I'm giving it to Bradley Beal. <laughs> I'm giving it to Bradley Beal. Um, he he wasn't that efficient against the Clippers, but the the main reason for me, and it leads into our next piece, is one of the things we were so worried about was the spirit in the team. Bradley Beal changed that spirit completely. He just has so much fun out in the basketball court. And you can see the shift in the entire team just with the way that guy plays the game. And and I don't know whether you guys saw it this week, but he, he plays this game with so much joy. He does. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big contrast change from what we see with um, our fucking... Um, <laughs> Durant looks like he's stoned every game. He's just sort of lumbering around. <laughs> court. He probably is. Booker's, Booker, Booker's got the assassin eyes, and he's not taking fucking <clears throat> um, shit from anyone really. Like there's no, there's no real fucking. Oh fuck! I want to give you a hug after that one. Book's running back, and he's fucking eyeing some some other cunt off that he wants to take on next. There's no. <laughs> he doesn't sort of instill that joy that you were talking about, Gav. So yeah, I I definitely saw it. He's a bit more. He's a bit more. I'm guessing as a teammate, he'd be a bit more approachable, a bit more. Oh yeah, Brad. You know, people people probably, you know, feel feel more open to um, to be happy around Bill. I guess. You can see the players walking up to Brad, going, "Oh, Booker swore at me again. What did he really mean by that?" <laughs> he was. Um. Yeah. No. It's. I've. I've. Uh. I've really enjoyed watching Bradley Beal back out out on the court, and he looks um, he looks comfortable in himself. So I, I think these two games, I didn't watch the game feeling like Bradley Beal would be injured. You didn't watch and you didn't watch the game thinking he'd get injured. Yeah, so. I think with Bill, we've all sort of watched the games going, oh, is he going to be okay? Anything bad happens, he might get hurt, blah, blah. He's, he, uh, I watched these two games and went, there's, there's a whole heap of confidence in what he's actually doing on the court. Yeah. It's like yeah. Durant, right? Like Durant, early doors, sort of maybe at times you went, he's kind of half-holding back, particularly last year. This year, this is same old KD, right? And I mm-hmm. just think they're going have a couple of games off now. I think he's got hamstring soreness, but I don't think it's anything 
overly too concerning. I think they're just going, you know what, KD, you've carried the team. Beal and Booker back now. Just have a few games off. You see, um, I'm seeing that with Beal as well, where he actually looks comfortable out on the floor. I wouldn't read too much into what they put on paper as the injury being. I think a lot of it's um, fluffed around just getting some players some rest. That's what. That's honestly. Well, and I that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. I think they're just resting KD for a couple of games. You see, Brooklyn just like, got um 100k for not even start. I thought the new rules was um, yeah, but they no, uh, they left out like four rotation players. Yeah, but I did. I didn't like. I said I didn't know that the rules stipulated rotation. I thought it was a more all star. They actually had a tag. They had to have been in an all star for one of the previous three seasons or some shit like that. And it was no, um, no, no. Star players missing games, resting games. But I didn't know that it was going to go as far as pinching them for rotation guys. But, um, yeah, I think be careful about what you put on paper and what you put in the injury reports. That's fine. And, look, I'm, I'm not going to read too much into it. Like, if, if it comes back with a fucking an ACL fucking tear, okay, you, <laughs> you look, you've, okay, that's different. But, um, yeah, these little niggles. So, I think these little, uh, um, you know, muscle here or saw this. Yeah, wouldn't read too much into it this season. So, um, really, I haven't done any research. I know we're playing Miami. Who else have we got coming up after Miami? Good before question. We would, before we were potting. Oh, I, know we, I know we've got Memphis the Grizz. In their homestand. We got the Grizz, the Clippers, and the Lakers over the next yes, week. Yes, Clippers, yeah, Grizz- Lakers, and Portland, all our next three on the road. And that's a back-to-back on Sunday, Monday. No, I mean, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. We've got Saturday, Monday, oh, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, it is. Back to back. So we travel overnight. Well, not overnight. What is it? It's a couple of hours to Memphis. So, so uh, how do you see this week going, gents? Let's start with you, Nate. Um, the Heat, I mean, I think I think we'll take that one at home. No, but, no Butler. Uh, I think they're... I don't see any level of consistency coming out of Miami that should scare us at this point, especially when we're starting to find ours. The Grizzlies is going to be interesting because it'll be the first time we get to see um, Ja Morant back on the team uh, versus us, and it'll be on our court. Um, so that, that'll be fun. Let's hope he doesn't pull out a gun in the, the locker room or parade around the, the court flexing pistols. Um, the rematch for the Clips is going to be interesting, though. So two two games in the staples slash crypto, whatever you want to call it. Um, the Lakers have always given us trouble, but they're a bit all over the place. Whereas the Clippers have been a bit more consistent now. They seem to have found what works. I know in the commentary they've gone on about Russ being the bigger man and moving back to the bench to make the fit for James Harden better and all that. But uh, uh, I think that's going to be a key game. We need to have, play a full squad against them and get that one back. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know how many you want to project out, but um, I, I can see us dropping one in the next week. Um, yeah, I know. Boy. Two or three, one. I've got, got a sweep of wins. I'm looking forward to seeing... I'm looking forward to seeing Busy back. Like, in that... I fucked Jarman Rant. Like, take as many shots as you want. We're, we're fucking... 
you can't just with we know as Suns fans, you can't fucking um, um, beat a team with one guy. Um, and we couldn't do it against the Clippers with fucking two, with two of our fucking guys. But uh, so yeah, look, I'm not too worried about um, Jar Morant and his supporting cast. Um, I'm just excited to see uh, um, Busy suit up against us and uh, him and Nurk go at it all game. Um, I uh, fucking um, Portland game, an easy win. Um, the Clippers, the revenge game. That's the one that I really, really want to see. And I want to see it back with um, KD. And I, I think that we flip the script and, and do them worse than they did us, I think. It's the big three, that's going to be their big game there. Uh, but In LA? What's that? In LA? Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, yeah. Uh, man, we, I mean, we, di- we didn't defend well against them last time. But they fucking also, they were, they were fucking on one. They were shooting the fucking lights out. You look at their fucking three. They were they were, they were fucking fifty something percent for the game. We were in that first 60 half. Sixty something we, in the first half, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and we were twenty. Yeah. We were twenty percent in the first half, and we were sixty percent in the second half, respectively. Um, but it just wasn't enough. The hole was too fucking big. Um, another quarter, maybe a different story, but yeah. Any anywho, yeah, I've got us four Ws. All W's. Um, Yeah, look, um, I think exactly what Staff says. The the biggest thing for us is I think our schedule over the next sort of two to three weeks is a lot of West contenders. We need to stack up as many wins as we can. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when it comes to tie breaks and all that sort of shit, the Suns just have to win games here. So we need a healthy team, and I know that um, I know that, as Joel said, Vogel said he did have some soreness. No doubt he had some soreness. With the two weeks that we have coming up, it wouldn't surprise me that he rests again tomorrow against Miami, um, and then we see KD back, and we have a real focus over the next two weeks uh, of this run of games. So, so we really, we really need to take those Clippers and Lakers games to move up in the West. I mean, Portland next, and Memphis. Next week's important. Next, they're, next they're week is in the bottom really, of the really anyway. important. I'm going to go that we uh, we go undefeated because KD comes back after the Miami game on Sunday. Um, but Jimmy Butler's not playing tomorrow. I think we can potentially get Miami tomorrow even without Durant. Um, and then we see the Suns really load up over the next sort of two weeks with the big three. There we go. So that's me. Yeah, well, until until I get back, Boyd, yes, I think uh, all wins. Hey, um, did did I tell you guys I've got league pass now? You fucking don't have league pass. <laughs> I fucking you absolutely I don't have league pass. <laughs> Whose password did you steal? Mine, Gavin's. Um, <laughs> I was looking for you um, behind TC and um, and K Ray on the on the pre. Wait, did the you see? Time. Did you see me on the jumbotron? No. Which which feed oh, no, you no, no, I was fucking. I was watching the um, Eddie Johnson narrated yeah, one. So the the in arena the in arena one. 
because I we were on the myself and Ollie, my little bike, we were on the jumbotron in the last quarter. Uh, well, I must have missed that. I might watch it back. I've seen it. Peak pass now. I've seen it. Me, me and the young bike, we were there. He got um, gorilla hundred dollars and a hug and a high five from the gorilla, and then we the cheerleader gave us like two t-shirts. Hey, you want to know something funny? I'm sitting there. I'm. I stood up and walked up to the TV on my league pass. And um, on your I, leg I, pass, right? I said, I said, I said, I said to my family, I said, "Hey guys, we're looking out for Gavin and his and his boy in the background there. We're looking out for him. Where? Tell me if you see him. They don't know what you fucking look like, by the way. I didn't think it. No, that. I, I was asking them. <laughs> Anyways, and that, <laughs> that guy that, <laughs> that that guy that Voida was talking about with the take the fucking um um headband off, Booker. Um. <laughs> my missus was just vibing off of my energy, I think, and she goes, "Is that him there in that in that brown 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 jacket holding up that sign?" And I I looked and I went, "That's not him." And I looked at her and I'm like, oh, "Fuck, she doesn't know what he fucking looks like." <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, we had a bit of fun on my. No, we were we were we were jumbo trying to get um, for those Aussie Suns fans that are checking out the game. Check out the pregame tomorrow. I'm going to try and get in behind TC and Tom Leander. Um, and we'll probably try the after game as well because we're going to have to sort of hang around while the Suns Jam do their podcast anyway before we can go for beers. So check us out on those. Um, I'm sure we'll be in the background somewhere being dickheads. Did you just change hats? Yes, I did. Sir. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Are, you just, are you just showing us that you have more than one piece of Suns memorabilia now? Or? Yes. Oh, and also, look, I've been really wanting to wear this Mitchell and Ness um, one. I love the fitted ones, but it's a bit tight, a big head. It's a bit tight. And this A-frame fucker, it's just looser and it's more comfortable. Get a haircut. Usually fixes it. All right. Or just or just shrink your massive head. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, um... <laughs> so I'm not I'm not hanging around for the after games. Because Justin said we're leaving. <laughs> what? Ah. So check out the pregame. I'll try and get there for the pregame. Um, gents, the stock market. Off Nate, the top of the you head. Can go right. first. Off the top of the head. Number one. I'll answer that shortly, Joel. Off the top of the head. Number one. Bradley Beal. Oh, stock's definitely up. I think you've, you've, uh, yep. So stock's up. Uh, I would, I think I've sat before because everyone was expecting to see what we're seeing now. Um, probably worth topping up a little because he's, he's on the improve and we know it's only going to get better. So there's no harm in buying more. I think you, you summed it up with everything you said before about the sort of he, when he first came back, there was an element of fragility about him where he kind of looked half in, half out. And the last couple of games we've seen full in being the motivation on the team, being some spirit on the team and seeing him improve. So stock's definitely up and no hurt in topping up on purchases. Boyd. Yeah, look, I think he's, I think he's up and he, 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 he can't be down. I mean, he hasn't been, the Bradley Beal of Washington, obviously, because he's in a completely different thing with stars and all that sort of stuff. And um, but yeah, I think that they're slightly up. And I'm going to I'm going to buy I'm going to buy now before because I think that it 
gets a lot better from here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy a lot, as much as I can. I'm with you, Boyd. I think his stocks are up. I don't think they've shot through the roof or anything because maybe people haven't seen what we've seen as Suns fans. But I think that they are going to go absolutely fucking ballistic soon. And Boyd, even your bet about um, Bradley Beal versus Tyler Hero might start to be challenged because I can really see Bradley Beal hitting his straps over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be great. So right. um, I'm going to buy now, even though they're up. But um, I like, well, not but. I, I think they're up, but I think it's still worth buying now because they're going to go way higher. Way higher. Way higher. Uh, this one is really going to hurt me. Bowl, bowl. Night. Well, like I said, I gave him my player of the week because, yeah, we've been, I, uh, you've been off him the whole time and I've been, you know what, we're not going to find anyone better. So there's no harm in leaving on the end of the bench, giving him some minutes and see if he produces. Well, he got an opportunity to produce and he did. Now, granted, he didn't win us that last game, but he has produced and previously he has not. So his stock is definitely up. Can't deny that. Even even as a hater, you can't deny his stock's up. Are you um, buying? Yeah, it's a penny stock, so why not fucking jump on, you know? I, I'll, I'll throw some pennies in and and, say, and roll the dice and see where they, they end up by the end of the season. <laughs> Boy. Okay. I think they've skyrocketed. Um, <laughs> um, and they're fucking flying at the moment. They're so overpriced and, 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 and it's hysteria, right? I'm selling it. Fucking all because of that. Did you even have any? I don't fucking know. But if I did, they're all gone. Because I think it's he's just one of them players that's quite is fickle the right word. It can it could it could go fucking two steps backwards um next game in the first five <laughs> minutes type thing. We could all be back on the same bandwagon saying he's fucking Dump him or trade him or fucking whatever. Oh, I have no so, doubt we'll all end up there again. <laughs> if I, I'll I'll check my purse and if I got any in there, I'll sell the counts. <laughs> so, fuck you, Aaron. I'm not going to say how good he is. I'm going to say his stocks are up. His yeah. stocks are definitely up. And if it wasn't for the fact that I dumped them out and said that he was even removed from the stock market, which means I have none to sell. But if I did have them to sell, and if any of you have them to sell, sell the fuckers now because it is going to get way worse, way worse. But, but, so sell uh, now. Gav, Gav, do you, is, is there a part of you that, that wants to see him succeed if he just continues that type of he wears He wears a Phoenix Suns jersey. Of course I want to see, see him succeed. Thank you. That, I wanted if to hear this it. Dude, if this dude can become what people talk about, what they think he could become, I would be stoked. I just cannot see it ever happening. He still looks like a girl, though. He looks like uh, a Phoenix. Well, he does things... Let's give some context to the value of the stocks then. We've never done this. We've just gone stocks up, down, buy, sell, whatever. 
let's put some context to it. Let's look at look at our big three sitting on like forty million dollar salaries. So let's let let's let's call that a percentage base. Let's take a look at Bol Bol on his two hundred thousand dollars salary next to it. We're talking about a twenty cent stock versus a forty dollar stock. I can afford to buy some twenty cent stocks if they're gonna even if they fall. Who gives a shit? It's like buying crypto. Jump on and see if we'll see what happens. So I'm gonna say you're not, Bol Bol you're not spending a lot. You're not no, spending exactly. a lot, so you're not losing a lot. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, is the bowl bowl stock up, or is it still in the minus? Um, no, it's up. It's above the minus now. He's back on the stock market. They've gone. Yeah, all right. We'll take the stocks now, and we'll sell them again. But uh, that won't last long. Is just, I just had a visual of bowl bowl at the New York Stock Exchange ringing his bell. <laughs> All right, Nate Drew Eubanks. Oh, they have to be down. We've seen fuck all of him lately. I, I mean, I'm, I've been watching the games in, like staggered because obviously I'm back at work and I've been traveling. But I mean, the the Eubanks sightings and the effectiveness sightings uh, staggered. Uh, so stock has to be down, especially with the let's use the word that uh, Faco said hysteria around bowl bowl. Um, the shine has shifted. Um, the minutes have definitely shifted. So stocks down. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not, obviously not going to sell while they're dropping uh, because if if whatever order you you've said that bowl bowl tapers off, Yanks becomes uh, back to what he was. We stock will go back up. So I'm just going to hold. I'm going to. I think they are down, man. And you can just we played. Fucking uh, Nurkic, Azubuki, Bol Bol, and then Eubanks. Uh, and I think Matthew might have been spotted in centre there for a bit before Eubanks. So they're fucking down. We played all of our fucking centres <laughs> in uh, yesterday's game. Um, yeah, who was yeah. the last one to come into the game? Uh, it was Bol Bol, wasn't it? Eubanks, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. That's the point that I was just making, and I fucking fucked it up. But, yeah, look, they're definitely down. And I'm going to buy because uh, at the end of the day, uh, we'll, we'll, we were hysteric about fucking Eubanks a little while ago. These things are like a merry-go-round. He'll have his down patches throughout the season. He'll come back and he'll be that second fiddle again. Um, so, yeah, look, I think, um, I think I'm going to buy while they're fucking plummeted. Um, Drew's stocks are so far down. They're below bowl bowls. Oh, fuck it. Buy more. I'll buy more. They are so fucking low. And having got to sit there and witness whatever he's, whatever the fuck it is he's been dishing up in the last two games. All right, Drew, I got some advice. Oh, here we go. Either, either get out there and be aggressive and hit some guns and use your fucking vows or sit the fuck down. Because Bol Bol is ahead of you. Azabuki should be ahead of you. I agree. But there is no fucking way known that Bol Bol should be ahead of you. So either get out on the fucking floor and hit some cunts, or you are being taken off the stock market. Now, I'm not going to buy right now because, fuck, man, you don't even look like it. We invested a second round pick into him for tampering, man. Like I don't think he's going to be someone that we we quite easily get off of. 
since we've just got that little bit more investment. Oh, we're paying him nothing. No, who cares about that? Hit it's somebody. Play with we've some aggression. We've been through this the ring. Dude, I, I'm telling you right now, I stood, I sat fucking courtside and looked at this dude. He is a fucking monster. Did you? Like, did you um, even compared to the... fucking Nurkic, he is a monster. Did you um, have Hit any fuckers on the sideline? Were you like, you better I fucking... Said, before, I mate? did. Hit yeah. some fuckers. Yeah, good. Or oh, I'll hit you. Yeah. You got six fouls. Hit somebody. Oh, fucking hell. Love Jesus it. fucking Christ. Is there anyone so else mad. in the stock market? Because I've got a couple of um, stats. I'll one more. One, one more. more. One more. One more. And what do you say? You got questions? I've got a couple of stats I want to show you. Uh, tell you. I want, I want, I want stats, your opinion. Okay. Ooh, okay. Um, one more on the stock market. Nate Chemezi Betu. Oh, I mean, you have to say stocks are up. You've got a start. You know, more than a start. Got a couple of starts. And he performed. And he's shooting threes. I mean, you were on Man, the you guy, were the first that one. Dude shooting you style on... is so fucking gorgeous. You were on the Medu train from the start of the season. I remember when we first started talking, you you were the one saying uh, Chemezi should be uh, the fifth guy. And now he's getting a a look in. Gavin gets on everyone. Gavin's going going skiing right now here with. uh, He'll he'll create. (laughs) He's just wrapping the big dick around his face and sucking it from all angles. (laughs) Gavin gets on every fucking. um, um, No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You guys got got on KBD. And I said no, Chemezi, and everyone laughed at me. I was on what Chemezi, Chemezi is oh, that's even worse. Yeah, what well, is now? <laughs> what I'm saying is that you create your little fucking societies, associations on each one of these guys as prospect, and you just create that account and you put it over the side there. And as soon as they fucking hit a three, you're like, "Whoa, I'm the fucking president of this one." Whoa, I'm the no, fucking, no, I'm no, 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 no. I only do. did that with I only did that with Josh Akogi when he wore a mask. Anyway, like, Nate, so, keep going. Yeah. All right. Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah, stocks are obviously way, way up. Um, I think I've been sitting on the very, very little amount of stock that I had. I'm reluctant to buy because they're high and we're just seeing so much uh, fluctuation in our big rotation at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm, if, if I buy more now, I'm, it's likely to uh, – he's likely to end up on the bench again, not see three minutes, and I've wasted all my money. So it's I probably missed the opportunity to buy on this one, uh, but it's good to see stock rising and it's it's actually translating into good basketball for us. Boyd, yeah, I think they're up, but I'll still buy. And I, uh, I, I think he should have got a lot more burn against the Clippers. I thought he looked really, really good in that first quarter. Came in, splashed a couple of threes. That um, that was it. The alley oop dunk from yes, it was, and it just hey. Hey, when you talk about joy being sparked, I that, feel like sta- the that stadium, the stadium went nuts when that happened. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I just thought that does, um, you know, world's good for uh, um, um, chemistry. You know, guys are a bit more pumped on the next play because of, I just I like what he brings um, as far as the vibe, the Marbo, the vibe. You know what I mean? So, yeah, look, I think that they're, I think that they're up. Even even though it's not a massive statistical uptick, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna buy some uh, Chamezi Metu stocks. I love it. I um I already 
as everybody knows, I already bought the Chemezi stock. It is up. I'm going to hold where I'm at right now. I'm not going to buy anymore. You don't want to sell and make some money? Boyd, Boyd. You would anyone hold all the stock? I, I do agree with you, Boyd. It was really strange. They played so many KBD minutes. But mm. I think I think they had a real fear of what Kawhi Leonard would do on the offensive end, that they put KBD in in those minutes. And KBD was contributing nothing else but trying to defend Kawhi. Yeah. My problem was that Chemesi started and Kawhi didn't score in the whole first quarter. And then he put he didn't? fucking I didn't know that. KBD in. So didn't need to do it, is what I'm trying to say. But I still reckon, um, I still reckon the, you should help sell half your stock and make some coin to reinvest. Now I'm, I'm going to. You were the only one holding all the stocks. So you're in a good position, actually. Make Chimezi some coin. by the end of the year will be worth so much money, and I'm going to come back to Phoenix in May when we're in the uh, title run. Um, Me too. I'm coming too. We now. okay. So mailbag today. Most of the questions so far have been um, directed at me. So uh, what's your favourite part about being in Phoenix? Um, my favourite part is the people. The people of Phoenix are so welcoming. They go out of their way. They support you. They And they all know this. Um, they, do, they do so much to make you feel welcome. Unless, unless there's a flight of stairs that you have to walk down to go and meet up with someone, yeah? Oh, yeah, unless, unless, unless Lucy has to get a uh, a <laughs> elevated down, big list dog. Yeah. Um. <laughs> how are the kids liking the trip? They love it. So, um, the the NBA experience has been their highlight, without doubt. But we've also one thing I've done on this trip that I haven't done before has gone and seen some sites. Um, we went up to a couple of the hiking places over the last couple of days. Amazing, amazing views, um, ama- amazing photos. The kids have loved it. Honestly, um, people might look at Phoenix and go, well, there's LA with Disney and all that sort of stuff. There is so much cool shit to actually do here in Phoenix. So um, if you're thinking about it, you've got kids, even if you don't have kids, come along. It's fucking well worth it, dudes. Honestly. Um, from my brother, how good is Bol Bol since Gavin went to the US? New favourite. No, he's not. Your son was giving you shit too about the whole Yeah, I know. Thing. He's been oh. giving me shit nonstop. What's my favourite non-son's, <laughs> non-son's highlight of my holiday so far? Um has actually been the um, the the scenery, the stuff we've got to go and visit. Maybe in summer wouldn't be so good because it would burn your face off um, where we've been. But <laughs> like our last trip. In winter, <laughs> yeah, like our last trip. But in winter, it's fantastic. The other thing I will say is, and apologies to Saul, who gave Justin a whole heap of shit, but I went back to JT's Wings it was fucking sensational. <laughs> Did you it go with Justin? So 
fucking no. Well, I just took the family there and I went. I'm going to give it a go. It was so fucking good. It's because did you, you get inside this time? You weren't as drunk. No, we we still sat good. outside. And you can okay, remember that. it was so good. Um. Okay. So we got a good was, chance to keep this spot inside an hour. That's it. That's it for the questions. So, gents, who am I? Oh shit, man! I gotta get back to work. <laughs> We're almost done, mate. Who am I? That remember, if you answer and you're wrong, you go to the back of the line. It's up to you guys. Are you ready, gents? Ready, steady, go. Yeah, Question half, one. Man. No googling, chat. Don't be fucking assholes about it. <laughs> I was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets with the eighth pick in the 1988 draft. Correct, Boyd, five points. <laughs> Boyd is on fire. I had to, to honour Rex. Um, my other clues were I was NBA all-rookie second team. I played with Charlotte, Washington, Miami and Phoenix. I hit one of the greatest shots in Suns playoff history and I wore number three for the Suns and am now considered one of the Suns' greatest social media media influencers. He was... Um, but boy, they, nailed that. They had a little bit of a write-up on him um, as one of the originals or whatever at, at the Hornets game that I um, I saw on the broadcast. So, yeah, no, that, that was a... And I, I kind of thought, you're that cheesy cunt that'll fucking throw in that thing because you got to fucking rub shoulders with him. I was I was going to do a bit of bad yeah. about the guy. Follow each other on Twitter now. He's fucking... Um, he's like, each other's stuff. like like and retweet each other's stuff, yeah? Yeah, we do I'm it. Still, I'm still that creepo in the fucking um, window peering in at you <laughs> trying to get a fucking reaction every now and then. <sighs> hey, boy. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet beer. So, Homer, please feel free to tell us anything. Who do you want to have a beer with, boy? This is off the I want to have a beer with Lizzy. I want to have a beer with List Dog. And reason being is um, um, it is winter there, and he has been rocking some beanies. He's got this little funny little fucking vanilla ice fucking chin, chin hair going on. And... It, like I said before, it's giving me Eminem vibes. Um, Voida was rapping on the pod the other day, and I was just fucking like, "Yeah, I want to fucking have, I want to have a beer with B Rabbit." Mate, who do you want to have a beer with? Well, I got to admit, I've been very jealous of all the photos and posts you've been putting up. But uh, even before you went over, when you said you were going to do like a New Year's Day catch up with all the pod guys, and now you're catching up with the pod guys again after the game tomorrow. That's that's what I'm jealous of. That's that's where I'd like to be drinking the beer with all you pod fellas. Um, look, uh, yeah, I just want to have a beer with the, those guys, um, and I'm going to do it tomorrow. So I'll report back, let you know. Um, I will um, video. Yeah. I'll, I will video call you guys um, just so that you can see how awesome it is. Dope. Time for the flog of the week, and trust me, they are ugly. Very unattractive. Google their face when you're done here. Who's your flog of the week, boy? It's Lissy, List Dog. I'm not coming down saying hello. I don't give a fuck if you're working. It's one flight of stairs. Look, I put up a meme in our chat that basically said, um, 
it had you being Pablo waiting for Lissy at halftime where you were supposed to meet. <laughs> and, um, you know, the one where he was very really sad and, you know, sitting on the swings and in the empty pool. That, yeah, I would have fucking, that would have fucking killed myself. And when I, when I scrape up enough money to come over there and be a fucking a broke cunt over there, if he did, if he, if he, if that happens to me, man, I'll be, I will fuck, I'll, I don't know what I'll do, man. I may not make it back to Australia. <laughs> I may just go walk out in the desert until I fucking die of dehydration. <laughs> Fuck it. It'll destroy me. Nate, who's your flog of the week? I have no idea, man. There's, uh, there's so many flogs to speak of this week, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing. Uh, just, I want to speak out of school, so no. <laughs> Why not? It's the way we fucking do things here. Yeah. Uh, my flog of the week is, oh, Jesus, Paul George, just because I hate that motherfucker. Hey, and he um, showed up against us. Well, well, just on that, like, we we got spanked by Luca, and he's got that little book of beef. He has a beef with fucking Paul George as well, and we just got spanked by them. Should Booker stop having beasts with cunts? Because they're just fucking getting us this year, this season, I should say. Yeah, well, if if he keeps losing, yeah, he should. Fuck. Hey, let me drop them stats on you real quick. Drop, drop some stats. Shot selection. It's been bothering me. Shot selection. Um, You know, with, you know, a lot of fu- the fucking ISO, the MIDI mafia, all that sort of shit. Zero to three metres. Shots by KD and Book. So at the rim. Book's shooting 78%. KD's shooting 87%. Book is taking 15% of his shots from that range. <coughs> KD's taking 14% of his shots in that range. Is that fucking mind-blowingly fucking dumb? If you're that effective in that range, why are you, and, and, and why are you fucking not there like fucking 40% of your shots? That, that should have been your flog of the week. And, and... And from 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 deep, and the reason I the reason I fucking looked at it is, uh, you know, KD's leading the league in three point percentage, and I just want to see him let it fucking fly, man. You know that cunt's shooting sixty percent from the corners, and he's taking fucking fuck all from there. Uh, and I know the offense isn't built to give him them shots, but fucking look at the numbers, man, and fucking play to your strengths, especially right now, especially if you're in a hole like you were against the Clippers. But KD shouldn't. 47% from deep, and he's 23% of his shots are coming from deep. Then we got fucking Book, 30, 39% on the season. But he's, he's and he's taking 20, 28% of his shots from there. But what I'm saying is, even that Booker number, that's above average. That's above league average. I want to see that up a bit more. Overall, and then I'll let you guys fucking maybe get as angry as I am about the shit. Overall, with them two, like, right at the rim and from deep, Booker's taken 43% of his shots from them two areas. KD's taken 37% of his shots. I know the MIDI, the MIDI mafia served us well. And the, the mid-range game is, it's fucking nice for us. But, man, when you are fucking lighting it up and it's like a fucking, it's a big green circle around your feet, man. You need it. We need to fucking take more than thirty-seven percent of our shots from them areas where we're so effective. Just um, kind of annoys me. 
when we have a loss like that. If we it didn't annoy annoy me as much when we on our four game win streak, but fucking yesterday it did. And books not getting to the line as much because of it. Fuck, fuck. That's probably the most uh, valuable input you've had in fuck knows how long. Appreciate three that. years, three years. Yeah. Boyd, last comments. Where do we find you? You find me at Mudguts on the Mystery Platform or at Buds83 on the Twitter and Boyd Crawley on the Facebook. <laughs> She's just giving all these details out. <laughs> yeah, I know. One to just send your address and fucking everything else. Jesus Christ. Nate. You can't get blood out of a rock, mate. You can't. Mate, at Nikki's Falcon on most of the social platforms. Um, yeah, well, Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, Lucas. <laughs> good, good um, luck in me. <laughs> feel free, feel free, Lucas, to log off and go to sleep like you told me you were doing. It's, it's... Um, <laughs> follow us, Aussie Suns fans, on Twitter, on YouTube, at Aussie Suns fans podcast on Facebook. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us. We had a ball. I'm live in Phoenix, Arizona. If you're at the game tomorrow, come catch up. Send me a message. Let's catch up. Um, that this is true. He, <laughs> I will, I will allow it. You can be awake for three more minutes or two more minutes. Um, ultimately. I've come to Phoenix. I've bought Australia to Phoenix. And Phoenix has looked after Australia. But I'm here for two more days. And I've been here for four days so far. But ultimately, yeah, in Phoenix. The one thing I have not <laughs> been here to do. I have not been here to fuck spiders. Nope. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing.